I never saw such a woman. She would certainly be a fearsome thing to behold. Ladybird. Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Well, I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. Hello and welcome back to the Film Curlies podcast. I'm Fiona. And I am Emily. We are here today in this joyous month of October. Oh, yes. Talk about our favorite fall movies. Fall movies. Movies with fall vibes. Movies with fall aesthetics. Um, and I or actually have to ask you, Fiona, a question. How, like, it was, it was very difficult for me when I was compiling my list of movies that I might be talking about on this episode. Because a lot of the movies I like to watch in the fall kind of fall into the spooky category. But I was like, nope, have to have to like I have to refrain from too much spook like nothing like I did not put any horror on this list but I did pull a little like a couple little like ooh spooky like ooh it's fall there's a chill in the air it's a little spooky like how 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 spooky am I allowed to go um I'm gonna be real with you I did not prepare a list at all I was just gonna make this up as I went that's um, valid. That's what I do most of the time. So so you can be as spooky as your heart desires, because Ugh. honestly, there will probably be very minimal spook from my end. Okay, so I can I can represent the spooky demographic then. Absolutely. Yay, I'm really glad. I'm really glad to be representing my people in this way. <laughs> yes. Fiona, what's your favorite season? Is it fall? Because my favorite season is fall. My favorite's winter. What? I love the winter time. Winter baby freak. It's That's why you so like winter so much. Lovely. We're from Alberta. It's so cold. That's the best part about winter. It's so lovely and you don't have to go outside. You can just sit in your home. I'm not an outdoor girl. I mean, you do make a good point in that Fiona this just in. Fiona is not an outdoor girly. I don't go outside. I don't leave the house. That's why so I'm Fiona doing a likes film podcast winter. right now. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I love the self burn. I think it's it's necessary. Thank you. I think it is too. Yeah, I don't leave the house, so winter funny. is my favorite season because there's no excuse for me to leave the house. You know, like there's nothing. That's true. I can't be like guilted into going outside because it's like nice out or anything. Like I yeah, need to no. sit and be happy yeah no that makes sense i think i like autumn the most because it's a good mix of i can leave if i want to but i also like i can be indoors like i i have choice (laughs) in the autumn i have choice in the fall i have choice the rest of the year i do not have choice because you know in the summertime it's like i cannot sit in my room without feeling guilty about it i'm like oh i should be outside the sun oh i can I don't know maybe that's just like I think that's probably just like little like brain relics from how I grew up because I spent a lot of my summers with my vavo my grandmother and every time like if I was sitting on the couch for like two milliseconds in the summer like I would I would get yelled at and told to go outside (laughs) yeah so yeah we're indoor girlies mostly yeah yeah I think I'm a little more 
outdoorsy than Fiona, but not by You are much more outdoorsy than me. I don't think by much, though. No, but, like, you, like, do actually go and do... Like, you went on a camping trip, you will never see me camping. (gasps) You don't like camping? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know why I thought you'd like camping. Now that we have established the girlies' favorite seasons, Mm -hmm. we, of course, are currently living in the season of fall. And Mm -hmm. so, to honor our summer movies podcast we would like to introduce its sister the fall movies podcast the fall movies (laughs) podcast of course emily what is your first fall movie that you would like to present to the board the first fall movie i would like to present to board to the board is the number one fall movie i figure we start with a bang here um i feel like we usually leave it to the end but not today starting with a bang and we're starting with fantastic mr fox if there is a movie more reminiscent of fall, um, please let the film girlies know because as of my knowledge, there is not a movie more reminiscent of fall and like fall aesthetics and fall vibes than Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, the coloring is all just orange and like auburn and red. It's it's so beautiful. It's visually stunning to look at. Um, I haven't seen it in a really long time, so I feel like I should definitely revisit it one of these days because i remember i remember the first time i watched it i was very freaked out about it because i was like i was young not super young but i was like young and the animation style not the animation but like the the style just really freaked me out so we actually had to like stop i was at my aunt's for a sleepover and me and my sister were like can we turn this movie off and then i didn't watch it again until like years years later um and then I was like, oh, this is lovely. I think it's definitely one of my favorite. Um, well, actually, I don't know where I put it on my Wes Anderson ranking, but I do have a deep, I do have a deep admiration for it. I won't say one of my favorites because I don't remember where I put it <laughs> when I did that episode. So I don't want to like bite my tongue here. Um, Fiona, do you have any thoughts on Fantastic Mr. Fox? Um, well, first off, one of our favorite things to do is to say things, record it, post it online, and then never remember what we've said in the past. So please remember that we are not accountable for anything we have said, because we don't remember it. No, nothing we say should, A, be taken as fact, even if we say something is a fact. It's, like, it likely yeah. it's not, especially if it's coming from my mouth. Uh, probably don't <laughs> listen to it. Um, also, like, I will say I hate something, and then the next day I'll say I love it. Um, except for, like, a few things that I feel very strongly about, I am... Like I'm, I'm not gonna hold. I'm not gonna hold my word uh, with a lot of my opinions, at least. Yeah, do not hold us to our word. <laughs> when we don't do, do it, don't yes, do it. yeah. In real life, if you know us in real life, we're not liars. We're on, we are honest people. We're honest, but on this podcast, we get to say whatever <laughs> we want, and we don't have to face any repercussions for it. So we control the narrative. <laughs> we do control the narrative but fiona what do you think about now that we've cleared the air that we can change our opinions whenever we feel so inclined fiona tell us your thoughts on fantastic mr fox i also love fantastic mr fox it is 100 percent like the most fall movie of all time i think it is just so beautifully like made and um it's so the story is so sweet 
And I feel like I do remember talking about it a lot on the Wes Anderson podcast. So shameless plug. Go listen to our episode on Wes Anderson and his filmography if you want to hear for our like our deep, deep thoughts on this movie. But yeah, the coloring, the vibes just epically fall. I love it. It's so fall. And now that we've established the number one fall movie, Fiona, what would you like to bring to the table next? I would like to establish Twilight as the second fall movie of all time. Um, because I have had to have serious discussions with myself over the last three weeks and convincing myself that I do not need to watch it. Um, I don't know how many people who are listening to this were in Calgary over the past like week and a half, but it's been crazy foggy here. And every morning I wake up and I go off to school and I, my first thought is like, oh my gosh, it's so Forks, Washington right now. Like I'm dying to live my Twilight dreams at the moment. That's all I have so to wait, say about So wait, how many of the, twi- have the, have you seen all of the Twilight movies? Of course. Okay, good. Sorry, I was mildly confused for a second, but Who then I, I remembered I have uh, Fiona literacy. So uh, sorry yeah. for asking that. Sorry. For I have all the you. books too. Haven't read them, but I have them all. I have the first one because I found it at Value Village and I was like, oh, I should buy it, but I haven't read it yet. I'll get around to that one day. I all four at Value Village in one day. As you should. It was because 20 Like, hello, a whole set, a whole series yeah. for 20 bucks. Incredible. Unheard of. Amazing. Yeah, Twilight definitely gives me, like, I'm going to sit on the couch and take a nap. Um, <laughs> vibes like, I'm going to sit on the couch, I'm going to watch Twilight, and then I'm going to, like, fall asleep. Um, not because it's like really boring. It's just um something about the trees and like you said, the fog. Like it hasn't been particularly foggy here, but I think all that fog would put me to sleep. Um There are there are two kinds of fall movies. There are the beautiful browns and oranges of fall movies, like Fantastic Mr. Fox, and there are the blues and grey fall movies, and that would be Twilight. Yes. Yes. Twilight is very much like a Vancouver. <laughs> blue gray <laughs> and then fantastic mr fox is more of a um like alberta edmonton river valley coloring yeah for for the edmonton listeners um don't get me wrong we still get our nice trees here but nothing nothing beats it yeah <laughs> i like i like how we we have established that there are two main subsects of the fall movie and i completely agree also lots of we will probably go back on our word in about 10 minutes (laughs) in 10 minutes yeah emily would you like to bring another film to the board yes i would like to bring i would like to bring knives out to the board oh i love it thank you but do you see my vision here i see the vision it is so crazy fall it is so it's crazy the, fall. It, it's the fog. It's the, the fogs, fog. The trees. And they're in like a castle. Yeah. Low key. Mm-hmm. Looks like a castle. Looks quite a bit like a castle. Um, if you haven't seen Knives Out, it's, I feel like the first two were self like pretty popular. So I didn't feel like I had to explain it. Uh, but Knives Out is a hilarious murder, uh, murder mystery comedy film. Um, Came out in 2019, I think. Has some well-loved actors in it, like Chris Evans, um, and it stars Anna de Armas. Uh, she is fantastic uh, in her role, and Chris Evans is also hilariously brilliant. Um, I highly, highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. 
Uh, and now, especially, is the perfect time to watch it. Um, I also think that the murder mystery element does... Uh, I think that the murder mystery element also helps it in the fall vibe category because murder, horror, spooky. Eh? So, yeah, no, this is this is a very fall vibe movie for me. Fiona, do you have any thoughts to add on Knives Out? Great movie. Love it very much. I think that it should be required viewing for everyone. I yeah. completely I agree. That's all, I, that's all I have to say on the matter. It's just, yeah, it's just like excellent. So Yeah, it's excellent. Highly, highly recommend you check it out. All right, Amazing. your turn. I bring Dead Poet Society to the board. Um, you've seen it. <gasps> okay, I know. Really and I out. okay, I don't know why I haven't seen Dead Poet Society because I always see edits about it on TikTok. Um, and I'm always like, oh my god, this movie! Like, I can't believe I haven't seen this movie. Like, I have to see this movie. I feel like I would love this movie. Um, and I just haven't. You know, like we all have movies like that. Maybe not Fiona, because Fiona watches I movies don't. at, like, this, like, weird rate. Um, this, like... And she also reads books at this, like, incredibly fast rate that I can, like, not comprehend. Um, she is intelligent beyond my years. I do read books at a crazy speed, and I do consume a lot of movies. Um, but that's okay. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Emily, you need to watch Dead Poet Society. Actually, I really need what to is your mental state at the moment? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I can watch a sad movie and 1 being I will do drastic things if I watch a sad movie. Um, I feel like 7. I feel like I could okay. do it. Um, Dead Poet Society is about this boy named Todd who comes to a boarding school in, I want to say, New England. Don't quote me on that. Um, but it has New England energy, if you know what I mean. And it's just... Um, and he comes to the school and he is kind of like enveloped in this lovely little closed off world at the school and Robin Williams is in it as well. He is this English teacher that kind of changes like this group of boys lives. And um, it's just an incredibly well-written and beautiful movie. Like it's so heartbreakingly sad, but also you just love these characters so much. You want to stay with them forever. Um, fall vibes. It's just like, it's a boarding like boarding school dark academia energy you know what I mean like it's so I don't want to say I don't know if calming is the right word I would say some scenes are calming but also it's just so lovely to spend time with like these like group of like teenage boys who are just they're being teenage boys but they're also so sweet to each other and you can tell like the real love they have for each other and their teacher Robin like Robin Williams plays and yeah I love this movie so so much and um, please make sure you are in a mentally sane space before you watch it because it is quite it does like make you quite sad but it, it's, it's just excellent um, Ethan Hawke's in it and so is Robin Williams Amazing. and did you know that you can't make a bad movie if you have Ethan Hawke and Robin Williams in it fun fact this is a fact fun actually fact. Fact. fact fact <laughs> yeah thank you for your spiel on dead poets society i will definitely watch it i will watch it um when i don't know soon. but i will soon. soon i will say soon 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 
but it's breaking my it's breaking my uh only horror movies in october rule i broke that rule when i watched the princess diaries on the first day of october you broke the rule for the princess diaries it was important you don't speak against the princess diaries i'm not speaking against the princess diaries gotta put on something spooky the like, Princess Diaries was the correct choice. I love you, Princess Diaries, too. The Royal Engagement. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris anyway, Pine. Emily, what is your next film? It's my turn, and my next film is... A Ghost Story. <laughs> I-, I was waiting for Fiona's visual... Um, <laughs> sorry, visceral reaction to that one. Yeah, we are it. we are huge a ghost story fans. If you haven't seen the film, um, it was released by A twenty four in twenty fifteen. Again, I'm, I'm, these numbers aren't at the top of my head. I feel like it's kind of older, not like super I want to old. Twenty seventeen. Let me check okay. for you. Let, let Fiona do some fact checking here. Check. As established, we deeply care about the truth. Sometimes. Twenty seventeen. Okay, so me when I'm a liar. Um, <laughs> uh, it was released by A24 in 2017, um, and it follows. I don't even. I don't even want to say what it follows. I think it's such a beautiful film to go into, um, knowing as little as possible. Uh, it's a reflection on grief and the cycles of life and our connections with other humans and. It's an incredibly beautiful film. It falls into... Haha, it falls. <laughs> Guys, I'm so funny. I'm so funny. I'm so funny. Solo comedy podcast right now. If you want to get out. Get off the log off. I'm sorry. I was just like, I got this look from Fiona and I kind of lost it. <laughs> it was so bad. Shut up! That's so mean! <laughs> Anyways, um, it finds itself in the gray-blue autumn category, and it also finds itself not in the spooky category. Well, mildly in the spooky category. It's about a ghost. Okay? Like, that's spooky. If you don't think a ghost is... If a chic ghost isn't spooky to you, then you suck. Um, fact. Yeah. I think that's all. that's all I would like to say about it. Um... Oh, it also, one more thing. It also has one of the most stunning soundtracks I have heard in a film. And we've obviously brought this up a lot, but I have a very strong, passionate feelings about film soundtracks. That's just Fiona. That's just Fiona, actually. I feel like we we kind of share that. Um, but one of the most stunning soundtracks I have ever heard Um I highly like highly recommend it in general, but also if you're a huge soundtrack person, uh, check out the soundtrack specifically. Uh, watch the movie, but then also listen to the soundtrack because it's stunning. Fiona, what would you like to say? I love a ghost story so much. This movie is just like so absolutely excellent, and I remember I've only seen it once because I haven't been able to bring myself to put it on for a second time. Because the first time I did have to sit on the floor of my bathroom and cry for about an hour afterwards. That was a really cool experience that I had during that movie. Um, yeah, it's just so gorgeous. And I feel like it's perfect for the 
melancholia of the fall season and yeah I love it fun fact David Lowry's next film Hunter Schaefer is a part of it so all hail mother Hunter Schaefer <laughs> all hail the rest of this cast with Anne Hathaway and Kaya Gerber so thank you so much David Lowry so for good. all you have done in the world thank you for Dev Patel in the green night thank you a lot for that one because that was really nice on the eyes um oh yeah i won't, I won't... forgive the weird yeah. stuff that movie had going on i still love it like even if it's the yeah. weird stuff i think it's an incredible movie but oh, i will forgive the specific strange choices for a ghost for like a ghost story and for dev patel because ugh ugh i don't even have words he's so beautiful he's stunning yeah I need to watch that again. I was just thinking about it recently. Honestly, I would say that movie falls into the falls into the fall category. Shut up! You can't all. take my joke and then also yes, make can. fun of me for the joke. I'm going to think that's you. so rude. Yeah, that's my that's my spiel on ghost. That's our spiel on ghost story. Um, yes, I, I will say this. It's it's drenched in melancholia. I wouldn't even say anything. Like I couldn't. Maybe like a couple moments. I'm like, oh, this is like sad, but I wouldn't say there's like one big, huge sad event. It's just um, the feelings that and emotions that it'll make you. It made us reflect on. We're deeply emotionally emotional. I was emotionally traumatized. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you'd like to do a deep reflection on who you are, who you interact with, uh, and how that may impact future generations, um, and also just the weight of the world in general. <laughs> I have a movie for you. <laughs> um, anyways, we could go on, but it's Fiona's turn, so I'll let her make the bad jokes now. I would like to propose the Hunger Games movies as a fall oh, vibe. Absolutely, they're so fall energy. They're like so watching fall. them in the fall, reading them in the fall. Absolutely. Yeah, I think a forest and orange. Ta-da! Fall. Forest and orange. Good job. Fall formula. Yeah, we've talked a lot about the Hunger Games, and we have so much more to say about the Hunger Games when The Ballad of Songbirds and Sanks comes out, so I won't share any of my thoughts, because we'll save them for later. But I completely agree, Fiona. Yeah. I have my stack of matching Hunger Games books right next to me now. When I finish my current read, I will be rereading all of them for the... I historical cinematic event that is taking place next month historic i started reading ballad of songbirds and snakes um by start reading i mean i've read the first chapter but that's okay that's you gotta progress. start somewhere um yeah. and it's already good like i already love suzanne collins i'm already reminded of how much i love her so we're in good shape here absolutely yeah uh, the next movie I would like to bring to our fall vibes conversation is The Edge of Seventeen, directed by Kelly Freeman Craig, starring Haley Steinfeld, uh, Woody Harrelson's in it. Is Paul Rudd in this movie? Why did I think Paul Rudd was in this movie? Paul Rudd is not in this movie. Paul Rudd is in Parks of Being a Wallflower. Paul Rudd is not in The Edge of Seventeen. <laughs> Another great fall movie pick. Another though. great fall movie, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Um, I don't... What's this movie about? Being a teenage girl. That's what it's about. Um, the letterbox synopsis says, 
Two high school girls are best friends until one dates the other's older brother. But I don't know. I feel like that just like grossly simplifies this movie. Have you seen this movie? Oh, I, I highly recommend it. It's very. I have not seen it. Um, it is for the teenage girl. It is for the teenage girl in her twenties, um, <laughs> which is not what I am now. <laughs> um, it is again. I think this falls into the fall vibe for me because of the coloring um and also the school setting the school setting really anything to do with like school or academia i'm always like fall autumn because like you go back to school in september so that always like that's always in my brain um yeah i highly recommend this to anyone who enjoys a good giggle uh but also wants to hear some like nuanced takes on girlhood i love i love movies about girlhood and, and like teenage girlhood and womanhood like anything about like the woman experience i'm here for and i love when movies do it well um and give it a more nuanced approach and i feel like this one definitely did so highly recommend you check out edge of 17 so well spoken i haven't seen the movie but i'm sure you're right thank you once again everything i say is a fact so exactly yeah i've never said a lie um I am not going to lie to the podcast listeners and, like, other podcast hosts. I will share that Emily did give me this movie because I couldn't think of anything. And um, she is feeling bad for me because I am suffering. (laughs) Um, My pick is Good Will Hunting as a fall movie. And Emily is not going to speak because we want to hear good things about Good Will Hunting. And she does not have good things to share. He is such a butthead. He is I'm so mean. <laughs> um, well, let me let me get it out of my system first. Okay, Fiona's gonna like talk about this movie I in a nice have way. No memory of him being this mean. Like, I don't know. He's just like about. he just annoyed me so much, and he ah, like I couldn't enjoy it. I see where people are coming from, but good. Like Will Hunting just annoyed me so deeply that I couldn't enjoy the movie. Anyways, that's. I know you're all dying to know, so I had to, I think, I had to I let think you know. the real problem here is you didn't watch Good Will Hunting when you were, like, 13, 14, and so you did not have a crush on Matt Damon, and so you, like, aren't able to, like, look past the flaws of Will Hunting. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know what you mean. I think he's hot, um, but I think maybe, like, a... Nah, I don't know. Even if I did watch this at 13, like, I was... I've always been very angry um, and I'm annoyed, willing to look so. past whatever he did. I literally don't remember what he did. I've seen this movie multiple times. I don't... I can't... I'm sorry, baby girl. I cannot see. <laughs> it's okay. I just had to Where put it out there. From? That I... But, but yeah, you can you can talk now. I'll, I'll let you talk. Thank you. Um, Good Will Hunting is about a young man who is working as a janitor at MIT in Boston. Um, please let it be known, this is one of the best Boston movies ever made, and the Boston accents are out of this world incredible. Um, yeah, he discovers that he's, like, actually kind of, like, a math genius, and, and, and Robin Williams, I think Robin Williams is just a great fun movie guy, but Robin Williams kind of shows him, like, helps him, like, realize his potential, and is really just his therapist for the movie, um, but Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote the script when they were really young together. They got, they found someone to direct it. They, like, found Robin Williams. They put this together. Like, this movie, like, really 
made their careers. They won the Oscar for Best Screenplay. And I think it just solidifies such a great partnership um, that has lasted so, so long. And they've made so many incredible things together. Um, Minnie Driver is dropped it gorgeous in this movie. I love her. And yeah, we just have the awesome Matt and Ben energy. And honestly, that energy is unmatched by anyone in Hollywood at the moment, I would like to say. I love you, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Thank you so much for the movie that is Good Will Hunting because it is so, so special to me and I adore it very, very much. Very good. I, I will agree. I do agree with your sentiment. Like Robin Williams was a my favorite part of that movie. Um, if I cut Will Hunting out of it, I would probably enjoy it. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Also, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for saying Emily picked this for me, but then also yes. immediately after saying my pick is my. Is it your pick? It is, it's my. No. I could have said no when you suggested it to me. Okay. So, like, you chose, but you didn't pick. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, the next movie I would like to talk about um, it delves into the spooky category. And I watch it every year without fail, the second October begins, and that film is Coraline, directed by Henry Selick and released in 2009. Um, I've talked about this movie before, I definitely on the first episode, because it is uh, in my top four. It is one of my most favorite movies for several reasons, but the last time I watched it, I was specifically enthralled by the uh, claymation and the beauty of the craftsmanship that it takes to create a movie that is claymated. It takes so long and every shot is so intricately detailed in the design, in the character's facial expressions and the character's costumes. Um, it made, it made the experience, because every time I watch it, I pick up something new, um, which is also another thing I love about it. But I think that specifically zeroing in this time in me because it everything just when you like look at the costume and look at the sets and look at the designs it 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 fuels that story way more than like just looking at it from a story perspective um i think if it had to fall into one of our categories it gives me more blue gray vibes because it's very foggy in like the real world um but there are also elements of that like orange auburn um red kind of vibe when she's in uh the other mother's world everything is very colorful lots of beautiful trees things like that so it blends both of those aesthetics beautifully uh also creates like a splendid juxtaposition i love this movie it is brilliant it is gorgeous it is stunning if you ha i feel like I haven't met anyone who hasn't seen Coraline. Have you? Because I haven't. No, I feel like it's an essential movie for a lot of people. I think it's because it's one of the um, only horror-ish, spooky-ish movies made for kids. Like, And mm -hmm. it's still entertaining for adults, too. Like, it's not just, like, yes. silly, goofy animation. It's, like, beautifully crafted and... Um, it's still, like, scary. Like, I remember being scared of it when I was little. Oh, it's, but it still, it's still has, terrifying. Like, the, kids still love it i think yeah yeah like it's it is enjoyable for you no matter how old you are and i also think that the ability to do that in a film is also quite magical so uh give it a rewatch and pick something to focus on whether it be the dialogue the music the 
the scenic design, the costumes. Um, and yeah, appreciate. I, I want more claymation. I feel like we don't see a ton of it because it is so time consuming and difficult. Um, but they're so beautiful. They're just stunning films. Um, this one being my favorite. Yeah. Fiona, do you have anything to add to the Coraline spiel? I don't. I do okay. love Coraline, but not in any way close to how you love it. So Yeah, no. You go on your thing. There's only one person I know who could beat me in the Coraline love, and that is um, friend Mercedes from high school. Hi, Mercedes, if you're listening. But <laughs> other than that, I don't think anyone's beating me. And definitely not you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no worries. Um, I don't have one specific movie to suggest as our final fall wrap-up. Yeah. I just have a specific genre. Okay. Very specific. It's called David Fincher Murder Mystery. Okay. Um, okay. Go. I think Seven, Zodiac, yeah. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I think his style is just so conducive to, like the fall energy and like the dark yes. like the rain in seven and seven how like the city's it's always constantly raining um zodiac some i don't know zodiac is just like so halloween i know it's not an actual horror movie but it has i would say it has elements of horror in oh it, it definitely it definitely has elements of like psychological horror in it absolutely um, 100%. um and then like girl with the dragon tattoo is just like i would say it's like a little more winter because you have like this like the the winter snow i don't remember what city that i want what country i want to say sweden i don't know if that's right but it is in that area of the world switzerland sweden Finland, around there emily are you fact checking me mm, it's a swedish novel okay so it is in sweden so sweden, sweden then. yeah i was right amazing yeah so the swedish winters i guess it's a little more winter but still i think it fits in there and then um soon so so soon literally less than a month now the killer comes out on netflix david Fincher's new film and the trailer looks so beautifully blue gray so blue-gray. dark so blue gray david fincher murder mystery and david fincher murder mystery is probably one of my favorite things to ever exist in this world yeah hey fiona i have a question mm-hmm. what's in the box <laughs> I thought you were going to say, is this a mank moment? <laughs> no! Oh, no! No, I could have manked you! You've never no. manked me once in your life. I always mank you. You guys, okay, for context, Fiona always <laughs> sends me this dumb meme, and it makes me so mad every time I see it. Okay, Mank was a film released, was a bad movie released by David Fincher in oh, 2020. It's an awful like movie. Way, I love him, on, but it's say. a bad movie. Why are you I interrupting me? <laughs> no one is allowed to be a David Fincher fan if you don't like Movie Bank. You can be That's a not David true. Fincher That's enjoyer, not true. But you cannot be a super fan unless you love okay, Mank. Okay, fine. I'm an enjoyer awful. then because and that there movie sucks. Lovers, there are Mank lovers out here. Where are they? Do they I live under a rock? Okay, but you and you and what army, babe? I don't need an army. I will. The person who made the Mank meme. Yeah, it's me, the person who make the, made the Mank meme, and it's the beautiful, lovely hosts of the Big Picture podcast, Sean and Amanda. They like that movie? Yeah, they're on the Mank train because they're real David Fincher fans. I, I trusted mean. their opinions, but I don't know if I do anymore. 
Um, if you are also a mank enjoyer, please DM the podcast or DM me personally. We can discuss mank as long as you wish. Mank if you're awesome. a mank enjoyer, like stop mank, listening to the me. podcast. I don't want to know if you don't like mank. If you don't like, like mank, DM the podcast. I'll give you a little. I'll give you a cookie. <laughs> I'm sorry that you can't understand mank like I do. I'm sorry I have good taste. Mank is a beautiful snapshot of the 1930s Hollywood and the just kind of inner turmoil of Hollywood as the Red Scare and communism starts taking over um, America. And for some reason, the Red Scare has become my special interest. This is true. Fiona's really into the Red Scare stuff. And I think Mank is a great 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 movie and emily doesn't get it like i do sorry i have good taste anyways i would like to explain this uh dumb meme um that i was trying i was trying to explain before but someone had to interrupt me um so randomly like we could be talking about anything okay like what we had for lunch how our day's going um (laughs) a movie we're excited to come out um and Fiona will send me this meme, and it's just a picture of Amanda Seyfried and who else? Who's the other actor? Gary Oldman. Put some respect on his name. Sorry. Mank himself. Okay. So those <laughs> two with a... Uh, do you guys remember the, like, old meme text like that specific? Um, like, think, like, early memes, okay? Um, like, you know that meme with, like, Gene Wilder or whatever? Like, as... um. Like that that text print. Anyways, um, I'm, I'm like giving way too much of a detailed analysis here, but it, all it says is this seems like a mank moment, <laughs> and that's it. She'll send that it's to me so all the funny. time, and I get so mad every time because um, I kind of see it coming more often now. But when she first started doing it, I would she'd be like she'd be like, wait a minute. And I was like, what? Like, what's going on? And then I would get manked. So the fact that I could have manked Fiona and I didn't, I'm kind of pissed off about it. I'm not going to lie. Hey, Emily, check your texts. Shut up. Shut up. Fiona, this isn't (laughs) funny. Fiona, this is, Fiona, I ain't getting anything. Hold on. Oh, you bitch. Oh yeah. Okay, we can keep that one in. (laughs) She just—I just got manked while talking about how I'm a victim of being manked. This is awful. Up for it. He looks so ugly in this picture. Ugly, ugly, ugly. He's just old man mank. Ugly. I love you, mank. Emily's a mank hater. I am a mank hater. That movie was so boring. And I had to watch it because it was nominated for uh, Academy Awards for some reason. Because it's awesome. No. Yes. Every year I have to watch at least two dumb movies because they were nominated for an Academy Award. What was your last year's dumb movies? Uh, Avatar. Which I watched... And what was the other one? Uh, oh, and Elvis. <laughs> Sorry, Sydney. Love, love you. 
Uh, I'm not sorry. Um, Jacob Elordi is going to do a better Elvis than Austin Butler. Oh, absolutely. And then in 2022, I had to watch... Where's the dumb movie? Um, By the way, wait, I need to pause, Emily. Um, I now have it on the record that you did not say Top Gun Maverick was a dumb choice for Oscars because you didn't say it. So now you can can confidently say that you love Top Gun Maverick. Okay, there were a lot of technical achievements there. I see why it was nominated. Okay. You can have that one. I'm going to throw a dog bone there. Um, and t- for 2022, I had to watch Don't Look Up and Licorice Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for 2021, I had to watch Mank. Um, and I didn't hate The Trial of the Chicago 7 that much, so I'm just going to say Mank. Yeah, I like The Trial of the Chicago 7. That was in um, my bottom and- two, but they only had eight noms that year, so... Okay. Um in 20 I'm going to go backwards then. In 2021, my I don't even have an Oscars list from that year, so I have no clue what was nominated. Um Do you want me to list them? Yeah, sure. Okay. Promising you Oh, woman. never mind. I found the list. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. I found the list. Screw you then, it, Emily. It was missing. Um There wasn't any movie in 2021 that I didn't really want to see. Yeah, like I feel like those are pretty pretty solid year. They were all excellent, excellent, including Mank. Um, no. <laughs> in Oscar in 2022, um, I do have to. I was gonna watch Don't Look Up anyway because Timothy Chalamet was in it. And love fingerling potatoes. Love fingerling potatoes. Um, I'll just watch whatever he's in. I don't really care. But unfortunately, having to put myself through king richard when i don't know a single thing about oh that movie was off that movie was so boring. That was really boring and also no dis no disrespect to guillermo del toro but nightmare alley was hard to watch because i got really distracted by when bradley cooper almost goes fully nude at the beginning <laughs> um and then that threw me off because i really didn't want to see that and then i was just feeling not into it the whole time Nightmare Alley was hard to watch because the two female characters were sexualized to such a high degree that they barely had any uh, interesting things about them. So it was really disappointing. Yeah. 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 LOL. And then 2023, my hard to watch. Honestly, I had a great time in Avatar because I was in the theater. So I was was like super, super into it. Well, yeah, that's my hard time was having to watch the first Avatar because I just watched that on my TV and it was nowhere near as special. And then Ben Winshaw, I have it out for you for whatever you did in Women Talking because that performance was criminal. And yeah, that's also All Quiet on the Western Front for stealing the name of a really, really excellent war movie. And just pretending it's a remake when it quite really isn't. Oh yeah, because I did. I actually put that one at number five because um, I, I quite enjoyed it. But I also I haven't seen the source material, so I think that's probably why. If it helps, I cried at the original one and did not cry at the new one. Yeah. So I think that lets you know which one I like better. Yeah, I think that's pretty indicative. Yeah, I wonder what this year's Oscar movies that we force ourselves to watch will be. People on Twitter currently are saying The Holdovers is a big one, and I really, that one just doesn't look intriguing to me. I've seen the trailer a few times, and it just doesn't, I see why people like it, because it looks very heartwarming, but famously, I am anti-Coda, so I don't think The Holdovers is for me. Yeah, Fiona is famously anti-Coda. Not like anti-anti-Coda, just like anti-Coda should not have won Best Picture, 
you know like I, I think, think the movie's like, fine I'd like it more if it didn't win best picture because now I have to live knowing that people truly think that's better than other movies on that list yeah Coda yeah. is shot like a Disney Channel original movie it was I loved that movie it was very heartwarming it was very I also watched it right before I was about to move to music college away from my family so like <laughs> um yeah. so like um I don't know. There were movies I would have been mad if they won instead of Coda, but there's also a lot of movies that I was mad that Coda won over. Like, Coda won over West Side Story. I have to live Why? my whole life knowing Coda won over my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry about that. And when Dune Part 3 sweeps the Oscars in three years, trust you will all see the vision. Part 3? Uh, Dune Part 2 hasn't come out. They have not greenlit part three, but trust I know that it will win every single Oscar. Delusion. She babe. just knows. Delusion. I just know these things. Yeah. It's probably for the best that Dune Part 2 got moved, because I don't think anyone wanted to be around me during a Dune and Oppenheimer Oscar campaign season. <laughs> Oppenheimer, yeah, oh my god. Ooh, that would have been that would have been rough. Especially because we're about to have it out over like poor things. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think and like no, I don't think anything can move me from my Oppenheimer. I enjoyed Oppenheimer, but I will. I, I I'll jump off that train pretty quickly. Um, if poor things is as good as I think it will be. Well, on that note, that brings us to the end of our fall movies episode. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And what will we be talking about next week, Fiona? Emily and I will be conducting the first ever Film Girlies movie swap. She has given me a very secret horror film, and I have given her a very secret horror film. Mm -hmm. And we will be watching each other's picks and then getting into a fist fight. This next episode will be released on YouTube so you can see us fight in real person, in real time. Yep. Um, I will also be flying to Calgary to punch Fiona and then flying back on my private jet. And she won't be able to punch me because I will have already flown to Vancouver to punch her at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, make sure to tune in next week so you can see that happen in real time. Yeah. You won't want to miss it. Uh, happy spooky season. Happy fall from us film girlies. And Fiona, do you have anything to say before I close this out? This episode seems like a mank moment. Oh, shut up. That <laughs> god you just ruined my day <laughs> like you are you were like kind of ruining it before but like now it's ruined that's all from the film girlies we will continue this argument off the record <laughs> thank before you before emily comes to fight me <laughs> okay well thank you so much for joining us and we'll we hope you tune in next week bye bye